have a little fun about it. Amen. And uh, it's all good. Yes. So I left that on for a minute because I wanted people to see it, Isaac. <laughs> he thought I didn't know I had dug it off. I wanted people to see it. So he up there trying to steal, steal my, <laughs> steal my, steal my joy. What kind of country are we living in when Tuesday people are boarding up stores because they think it could be a riot according to who wins this election? Makes absolutely no sense at all. Where have as us as Americans, where have we went to? You see, each person has a right to vote for whom they feel that they need to vote to, for. And when you lose, whatever side loses, I have the solution for both sides. And that is pray that the spirit of Christ takes over our government, period. And that, and that whoever gets in there, that they would have the mind of Christ. You with, you with me? And I'm hearing from the news reports that this virus, I call it a plague, has gone off the chain because of the lack of responsibility and discipline of Americans. Sometimes you do something for somebody else. And I'm not trying to be political, but there are a lot of people who don't want to wear a mask because they don't believe that they can catch it. I don't believe I'm going to have a wreck, but I got insurance. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, I got insurance on my house worth more than the house is worth in case something happens. So sometimes we need to do it right for other people and just because higher people have told us that this is the things to do. And if you have the mind of Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, right? And we've been teaching about wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And so the Holy Spirit gives us this wisdom, knowledge and understanding. Amen to that. Amen. Then quit blaming Trump for what's going on in your life. All right. I want to briefly talk this morning because I'm about, there's a time when we need to come to the point where we surrender our lives to God, period. And that's the way we think, that's the way we act, and that's the way we react. And as Christians, we are ever learning, ever learning. And as our brother says, we need to be coached because we're ever learning. See, it, 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 uh, as, as in sports, you never get to the point where you can't be coached. And the people who are not coached, there's a lot of people who have great talent, but because they're not coachable, they never make the big leagues. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, the owners and the general managers and those people are responsible of getting coaches that will be able to help us or their athletes to grow. Isn't that right? That's what their responsibility is. You know, they have offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. They have all these people there to help these athletes to grow. Isn't that right? And that's why a lot of people are knuckleheads. 
and they have the talent, but they're not teachable. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, you may not believe this, but there are Christians that are saved, but won't grow. And I can prove that. You can find the scripture yourself where Paul wanted to teach them at a higher level, Brother Trevor, but he says, I, I would give you meat, but I got to keep giving you milk. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, Paul said that to this group. He said, I'd rather give you milk. Now you give milk to babies. And babies can't walk, they crawl. Are you with me? But when you can get on meat, then you develop the, the energy and the strength and uh, uh, all of the things you need to, to walk. So what we want to do today is we need to, we're going to think about this a little bit. Am I still on milk or am I ready for meat? Or this way, do I just want to be a Christian and be saved or do I want to grow? Or ask yourself, am I teachable? And so in the Psalms 119 and 33 through 40 in the Amplified, says, teach me, O Lord, the ways of your statutes. Isn't that right? which means rules. Mm -hmm. See, what we need to pray during these times now, that the Holy Spirit come down and teach those that say that they're Christians God's rules. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, but uh, it, it says, teach me. So the, it, the issue is, am I teachable? Yes, Not that I go to church, I can praise the worship, but am I teachable? Well, here we ought to be on meat about right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you all that are out there listening to me in your homes. Are you teachable? And so your prayer ought to be, teach me, O oh Lord, your ways and your rules. Because, see, I, got my, I, had my, I had my ideal of how things should have been ran. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and right now, when we look at, I'll just say this, use this, the Democrats and the Republicans, there's two set of rules going on here. Do you understand? We only want one set of rules, and that's God's rules. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if we have one set of rules, and I'm talking Christians now, if we have God's rules, and we praying that this country is ran by God's rules, our households are ran by God's rules, our churches are, are ran by God's rules, uh, then we will receive the blessings that God has for us. Do you see? Go ahead, please. Then he says, and I will steadfastly observe it to the end. And he says, and, and he says when you get to get teachable and you get it, you, can, you will keep it to the end. Yeah. I'll tell you something that's really crazy, and some of you may not believe it if you haven't had sports or never played sports. It's been over 55 years. Oh, whew, it's been over 55 years since uh, I was in high school and played sports, and I can re still remember the plays. You see, we could get all the old guys together, Brother Elliot, and we could line up. We couldn't go very fast. But I still know what quick pitch right is. I still know what 32 is. I, knew, I still know what 52 uh, 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 dash is. I know that. You see, I know the rules. The rules, and I can watch TV and be able to say, no, they should have went this way. You see, still know the rules. So it doesn't matter when it sinks in, your head, no matter how old you are, you still know the rules. 
And remember last week we talked to the L, uh, uh, seniors and it says we should still, we are still fresh. Mm-hmm. You see? Yes. So Lord, teach me your rules. And I want to live the life that you would have me to live to the end. Keep giving. I'll keep giving. It says give me the word. I'm sorry. (laughs) I got ahead of myself. 34. Then he says give me understanding. Now here's the, Lord, you give me understanding. I love the scripture of all thy gettings, get an understanding. The scripture tells us lean not to your own understanding and all thy gettings, get an understanding. See, I want to give me an understanding. There are things going on right now that people, is chaos and confusion and all this. Lord, hold through the Holy Spirit, give me an understanding. You see, sometimes when, come on households, I need to know, Lord, give me an understanding. Maybe Sister Gwen is going through something and she doesn't want to talk to me about it. And I can say, Lord, give me an understanding. And the Lord say, you go upstairs. You see, this is something she needs to deal with. You get your hands out of that. Give me an understanding. See, if the Holy Spirit's going to help us to give us an understanding, some of you all are looking at jobs and looking at promotions and all this. Hey, you need to get an understanding because a lot of people took a promotion that they weren't ready for. It's in everything. The Bible will, will help us. And here's the, and I love this, a teachable heart says, give me an understanding and a teachable heart. All the days of my life, Brother Steve, I want to be teachable. Coward, I want to be teachable. You see? One of somebody had asked me once, and and they was talking about how Sister Gwen and I have been married 50 years, but I need to be teachable so I can be 51. You know, people get divorces after 50 years, you see? Uh, you see, I still want to be teach. There's still so much in the Bible, in the scriptures that I want the Holy Spirit to reveal to me. And I, so I want a teachable heart. There's still room in my heart to grow. You see, so Lord, I, I need a teachable heart. And I like this. And the ability to learn, not just to be teach, teach me, Lord, but give me the ability to learn. I want a learning spirit. You see, a lot of people have been taught, but they don't have, they're not teachable and they don't have a learning spirit. And that's why they stay where they're at and they never grow. And every time you see them, you can recognize them because they're right where they were. They can't recognize you, but you can recognize them. You see, give me an understanding, a teachable heart and the ability to learn. Mm -hmm. You see, I pray all the time, the, the, the memory of the righteous is blessed. That's the scripture. Uh, you can look it up. And I got it on my mirrors. The, the memory of the righteous are blessed. And I want to be righteous. And the reason I put that on my mirror, the, the memory of the righteous are blessed, is because, you know, at, at, these, at this age, some of us, you know, that Alzheimer's and dementia. And so I, I'm praying that, that, that I have a righteous life because the scripture says, the, the memory, the memory of the righteous are blessed. You can look that up when you get home. So that's right on my mirror. Because see, I still want to be, I want to be teachable and I want the ability to learn. And, and that, that I may keep God's laws and observe them with all my heart. I want to keep God's laws. And I want to observe his laws with all of my heart. Some people have a mind deep religion. I want it in my heart. You see? 
Are y'all with me? Say amen to that. In my heart, I want to keep God's laws in my heart. I want to observe it in my heart because my heart goes where I go. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, in the Proverbs says, guard your heart. Yeah. And see, I'm, you, we have to guard our heart because Satan would love to get in there and cause some confusion and some chaos. You see? I'm hearing people, I, my, in my heart, I believe that we're going to be okay, is that song I said before. We're going to be all right. You see, in my heart, I believe that we're going to come out of this. In my heart, that I believe America will still stand no matter who becomes president Tuesday or Wednesday. In my heart, I believe that. Because God is still in charge. He's still in charge. All right? Then he says, Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for and I he, delight in it. And, and he says, Make me, you know, make me walk in the path of your commandments. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask him, he said, Lord, you make me yeah. walk in the path of your commandments. Mm-hmm. For I delight in it. Mm-hmm. We want to get to the point where we delight in the commandments of God. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Right. Our soul and thy spirit. Mm-hmm. And love our neighbor mm-hmm. as we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that change everything in this country? Yeah. 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 Which starts with us. That's right. All right. Then he says in verse 36, incline my heart to your testimonies. And see, incline my heart to your testimonies. Mm-hmm. More than one. And not to dishonest gain and envy. I'm not into that dishonest gain and envy. That's why we got all this confusion and chaos. Each side is telling the other side how bad that side is. There's only one true honesty. You see, and no, the Holy Spirit knows the heart of all of them. You see? I tell you who rules my life. God rules my life. And, in the, and, and, and I've been listening, and, and thank you all for uh, that pastor. He doesn't count money, do checks or anything, but I get the envelopes and all those things and bless them. Yes, and the secretaries in here, they do that, and we've done much better. You've done much better, you see. God says give. He don't care if you're in the building or not. He says give, and he will bless you for that. Because if you, if you love him, it's easy to be obedient to him. You see? Read that one again. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to dishonest gain and envy. And see, I don't want, I don't want to gain and, 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 and envy. I don't envy somebody else. We need to teach our kids that. We need to envy somebody. There are some people, uh, and you know that when you ever drive through a rich neighborhood and you look at their houses, and sometimes people envy that house that that person lives in and have no clue how much domestic violence is going on in there. Now, what they had, how, how dishonesty they were to get to where they're at. You see? We can go to our places and just feel so blessed. Got peace of mind. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. You see, because when you gain it right, when God blesses you, you feel better about it. If you do it dishonestly, you know you don't feel good about it. You see? All right. Now we're going to do 35 and 36 from the Passion. 
Guide me into the paths that please you. And this is my prayer. God, there's a time when I want to do this, I want to do that, but I said, no, 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 no. Guide me, Father, in the path that pleases you. We need to start being God pleasers instead of man pleasers. We need to teach our kids. Yes, we need to teach our young kid, young kids, and I'm talking about kids started learning. Quit trying to be man pleasers. Be God pleasers. Teach our son, our daughters and granddaughters. Quit trying to be man pleasers. Huh? Be a God pleaser. Teach our young sons and grandsons. Quit trying to be a man pleaser, but be a God pleaser. Sure, people are going to make funny, but that's okay because once you please God, you're going to reap the harvest that He has for you. All right, here we go. Then he says, for I take delight in all that you say. And see, I take delight in all that you say. And it used to be a time when I didn't do that. But now I take delight when God says no. Because I know his no is in my best interest. Are you with me? Amen. All right. Cause my heart to bow before your words of wisdom. Yeah, David's talking. I want to bow before what? Your words of wisdom. His words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. I want to bow before God's words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Your prayer ought to be, God, give me wisdom to be able to deal with my life and to handle my life no matter what happens on Tuesday. Amen. You see? All right. And then he says, and not to the wealth of this world. And I'm not dealing, he says, not to the wealth of this world. So he's done with that. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. In verse 37, turn my eyes away from vanity. And, and this is one of the problems that we have. Vanity. Mm-hmm. The Bible, I turn my eyes away from vanity. And vanity is? Excessive pride. Get away from pride. Mm-hmm. Excessive pride. Lord, turn my eyes away from pride. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or admiration of one's own appearance. And forget about admiration of my own I'm tired of all of that. Mm-hmm. All right? Abilities, mm-hmm. qualities, or achievements. It, all of the things that I have done in my life and you have done in your life is worthless. It's all vanity unless you've done it to praise God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And as you said, when, 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 when you do something, you do this for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. I'm through trying to do all of this stuff for pride and, and appearance and abilities and, and achievements. All those things were good, but I done those for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Because nothing lacks, it doesn't lack real value if it's not done for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. It's worthless. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's selfish living yeah. That's right. if it's not done for the glory of God. You see? see? See, when you're up here sometimes, if you're not careful and you're speaking, you want to speak to move the people. Yes, sir. If you're not careful, you see, I call it the circus. You see, you, it, yeah, it becomes like a circus. You want to do to move the people. But when you stand up here and you're doing it and you're speaking for the glory of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to move through you and speak to you, you don't care if there's an applause or not. Should be, because those that are in God, they're going to recognize that it's coming from God and they are moved in their spirit to respond to the word because they know that the word is coming from God. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
And the applause that they're giving, they're applauding what they're hearing, but they know that what they're hearing is just simply, uh, it's not simply, this is just simple uh, 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 a vessel that God, the Holy Spirit is speaking through. You see? That's right. You know, there's some people got brothers and sisters that's got a whole big churches, but they're not doing it for the right thing. You see? You're better off with 10 folk doing it for the glory of God than 10,000 doing it for your own vain glory. Because you're going to have to answer for it sooner or later. All right? All right. So again, turn my eyes away from vanity, all those worldly, meaningless things. All those what? Worldly, meaningless things. Mm -hmm. Worthless things that distract. And see, these, these worldly, meaningless things will distract us because it's straight, Satan wants to distract us. He wants us to look to the left or to the right, but the scripture says don't look to the left or the right, but look straight ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes things, getting things, will distract us, take us. There are people that are working two and three jobs to get stuff. Yeah. And their wives and husbands and children are starving. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. And he says, let your priorities be mine. I love that. Let your priorities be mine. God, I want your priorities to be mine. Mm-hmm. Your priorities to be mine. I want you to smile on me. Smile on me. Smile on me, Lord. Go ahead. And restore me with renewed energy in your ways. And when I'm in God's ways, I got that renewed energy. He restores, he gives me new energy, Sister Karen. He just gives me new energy. You see? That's why I keep telling y'all, getting older but not old. Are you with me? Getting older but not old. You see? Because God keeps restoring energy. As long as I walk in his ways. All right? And the passion says, drench my soul with life as Ooh. I walk in your path. Drench my soul with what? Life? Life. As I walk in your path. Yes. Lord, just drench my soul with life as, as I walk in your path. All right. You all know what that means. Just, just drench me, Lord, as I walk in your path. All right. All right. All right. Verse 38 Establish your word and confirm your promise to your servant. And this is what I, I love that. It, I, when I read God's word, he establishes his word and he confirms me. And, and see, and I can live. And I'm always talking to God. I talk to God like this. I say, God, you promised me. I'm living on your promises. I am living on your promises. Lo, and I'll always be with you. I'm living on that. My peace I give unto you. I'm living on that. Life and more abundantly. I'm living on that. You see? Living on his promises. I can do all things through Christ. I'm living on that. I'm living on his promises. You see? And when you live on God's promises, you're not all chaos and confused and nervous. I'm living on his promises. You know, one time, he, I don't know if he was joking or not, but this has been years ago, and he's talking about uh, uh, something people get to telling lies, and they're about Ford was going to move someplace and something else moved. And Isaac said, it, Isaac said, oh, Ford's going to be all right because I'm there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he said that. Amen. So 
So now that's really, uh, that's real crazy there. Yeah, that Ford Motor Company is going to be in Kansas City as long as Isaac Fields is there. And he believed that. He's back there now shaking his head. He believed that. You see? But that sounds crazy. How would one person believe that? I remember in the scripture there was a war going on. I think it was Joshua. There was a war going on, and uh, they needed a little bit more time. And uh, he prayed, and God said, the Bible says the sun stood still, but, you know, don't go in your science thing. The sun stood still. It stayed daylight till he finished. That's in there. So maybe, you see what I'm saying? We need to start getting, see, they're going to call us arrogant. We don't care what they call We need to start believing in God's promises. I promise you uh, that no matter what I go through, I will not die until God is finished what he started with me. You see? Someone asked me, well, Pastor, you know, when are you going to retire? I said, eh, when I can't talk and walk and think. Do you understand it? I hope y'all getting something out of this. Yes. This is for each individual. I'm not talking a group message. You as an individual. You see? All right. And in verse 39, turn away my reproach, which I dread, mm-hmm. for your ordinances are good. Yeah, we, we get away from all, all that stuff. God's ordinance is good. Y'all know that. All right. right. I long for your precepts. I long for your precepts. What is that? A guiding principle or rule to control, influence, or regulate conduct, behavior, or thoughts. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are his thoughts. My behavior is his behavior. That's right. The Holy Spirit is my conduct. The Holy Spirit is my influence. The Holy Spirit controls my life. It helps me to live with the biblical principles that God has set in the gospel. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Here we go. Renew me through your righteousness. And and you know, I love that. The Bible keeps telling us, renew, 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 renew me. Mm -hmm. I'm like a newborn baby. Every day I wake up, Lord, renew me. Your righteousness. The Bible says, God hears the prayers of the righteous. Renew me through your righteousness. And let your righteousness be revealed to my spirit. Mm -hmm. That's the passion. Restore me into your righteousness. Mm -hmm. The voice. Huh? Preserve my life through your righteous ways. Mm -hmm. That's the message. That's what we're about here. Are you coachable this morning? Are you teachable this morning? Do you want to learn this morning? Do you, you ask God to give you the ability to learn? You want your heart right this morning? You can't hear a message like we've heard up there and not be ready and fired. We sit in sports, fired up. You see? This ain't our end. This is our beginning. Yeah. People so uh, closed-minded that they think if President, Vice President Biden gets in there, their life's going to be changed. They're so closed-minded, they think as President Trump gets in there, their life's going to be changed. President Biden, President Trump does not control my life. My life is controlled by the Holy Spirit and the blessings and the promise of God. Period. You see? And if they ain't careful, somebody, we get to pray and they fool around and get saved up there. If they fool with us long enough, 
God will get, hey, when Christians get together, no matter who they put up there, they fool around and get saved for real up there. You, see, you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Quit yeah. giving Satan so much credit. We're children of God. You see? Who should, you're living on the promises of the United States of America? This ain't prejudice, but I'm going to say it. The Constitution's been here for how long? And there was still slavery. Yeah. Women couldn't vote. Been 100 years, right? The Constitution was still there. Am I right? Somebody knows history, shake their head back, all right? But you, you understand? But the power of God delivered the Constitution to the hearts of the people, and the people made the difference. You see? What about what, who's up there is going to make a law going to change my life? Are you kidding me? That's about the craziest thing. I've already done voted. Y'all go ahead and vote. But when you get through voting, we're going to pray for whoever's there before they get there. All right? And that school board, that's the school board, right? That, that's the, the other people in your areas and, and, and all those other little things. We praying that God takes over. You see? Let me get through here because I'll go off something else. Now we're going to read verse 105 through 112 from the Passion. Are you learning something? Yeah. Who controls your life? God. Who's going to bless you? God. Whose promises are you living on? God. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> and who's going to empower you to live those promises? God. All right. All right. Here we go. Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. And th this is what I'm talking about. Uh, this is coach talking here. This is your spiritual coach. Truth, shining light, guides me, huh? Yeah. In my choices and decisions. That's right. The Holy Spirit guides me in my choices and decisions. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. That's right. The Holy Spirit guides me in my choices yeah. and my decisions. Let's repeat after, repeat after me. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit guides me, guides me huh? in my choices, in my choices and my decisions. And my decisions. All right. All right. That revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. And when I read the gospel, the revelation of the word of God makes my path clear. That's right. It's clear. What pastor just got through giving you, it is clear that you are already won a victory when you got saved. Presidents go and presidents come. Senators go and come. Huh? But our victory is eternal, Brother Trevor. We have eternal victory. You see? My way is, is clear and my path is clear. I'm not confused about what other people say. I'm only living on God's promises. That's right. To live my life by your righteous rules has been my holy and lifelong commitment. And that's what our lifelong commitment is to live a life that's God-pleasing. Yeah. That's, my, that's my prayer for me. That ought to be your prayer for yourself. Lord, let me live a life that's God-pleasing. I want to live a God-pleasing life. Because when I'm living a God-pleasing, yeah. Y'all can clap if you want to. Yeah. But when I live a God-pleasing life, guess what? All of his blessings comes upon me. You see? I may be bruised and broken, overwhelmed by it all, 
but breathe life into me again by your living word. And I love that I may be bruised and broken and overwhelmed, and that can happen to you mm -hmm. of it all. But guess what? God will breathe life into me again yes. by his word. Yes, Somebody could be hurting this morning that you're looking at me. Uh -huh. Satan is a liar. Right. No matter how broken you feel, right. no matter how bad you feel, you may even feel like committing suicide or just jumping off something. No, no, no. God will breathe, breathe life into you. And when he breathes it into you, you'll feel like life is worth living now because you're living it for him. Because most people that are, that are hurting inside have been trying to live their life for somebody else. And they can't bless you. You live your life for God-pleasing life. He can bless you. And when he blesses you, you'll love life. Let me tell you something. I love the life that I'm living right now. I, have, I love the life that I'm living right now. And he keeps breathing life into me. Getting older, but not old. Huh? All right. Verse 108. Lord, receive my grateful thanks. And teach me more of how to please you. God, receive my, receive my thankfulness. Yeah. And teach me more yeah. how to please you. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Bless me, Lord, more. But keep teaching me how to please you. Yeah. You see, see, one of the, when they do your eulogy, it would be nice if somebody could just say, I, don't, I ain't going to stay up here very long. And it don't take a whole lot of eulogy for this person I would say, this person lived a God-pleasing life. Amen? Y'all can go on about your business. Because a God-pleasing God life will determine where they're going. They don't need nobody to try to preach them into heaven. They live their way into heaven. That's right. All right? Then he says, even though my life hangs in the balance... Hmm. I'll keep following what you've taught me no matter what. Even though my life, that's, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep living what you taught me, no matter what. No matter what goes on, I'm going to live with life, what God has taught me. No matter what condition my condition is in, I'm going to live a life what God has taught me. You understand that? You're going to have troubles, trials and tribulations. That's just life but you're going to overcome them. Satan's going to challenge you, but greater is he that's in you, the Holy Spirit, than what Satan can do. All right, I'm about to finish up here, I think. Take your time, Pastor. All right. The ungodly have done their best to throw me off track. And many of us know that the ungodly have done everything to throw us off track because we know that because many of us were ungodly at one time trying to throw other folk off track. So we're familiar with that. But the Bible says the ungodly has done the best to throw us off track. But no, we're not going there. Mm -mm. I'll not deviate from what you've told me to do. I'm not going to deviate from what you told me to do. Thank you. I'm not going to deviate from what you told me to do. That's right. Quit listening to the ungodly. Teach your children. Don't listen to the ungodly. The ungodly is trying to throw you off track. They don't want you to live a righteous life in high school and college. They don't want you to live that kind of life. They're trying to throw you off track. But not you, because you're going to live a godly life in spite of what people say about you. That's right. All right, 11. And everything you speak to me is like joyous treasure 
filling my life and, with gladness. And listen, everything you speak to me, God, will fill my life with joyous treasure, mm -hmm. filling my life with gladness. Yeah, that's right. I ain't sad. I hear people walking around looking for, I need somebody in my life just to give me joy. Really? If they say that to you, run. You see, because they asked you to give you, you can't give them joy. You can give them happiness because happiness is determined by having needs. Joy is a spirit quality. You see, you have to lead them. Do they say that? Well, I may not want to date you, but I'll lead you to Christ. You see, I want to make you happy. No, I'm already full of joy. And I'm already full of gladness. And sometimes when I pray, I really do pray this. I ask God to let me drink out of his cup of gladness. And when he, you see, if some of you all before you got in church, you remember when you used to really get tipsy? Come on, don't, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it, don't do it, don't get it. People get setting up in church and y'all listen to them, don't go there. You remember when you used to work and feel down and feel bad and you had to go someplace and I just need, now, when you have, you ain't never had a high like the Holy Ghost can give you. You ain't never had joy like drinking from the cup of the Spirit of God. Amen. You see? All right. That's a quiet message there. <laughs> Read that again. Everything you speak to me is like joyous treasure. Everything God's word speaks to me is like joyous treasure. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. Every one of you will fight for your money. Right. For your treasures. Because you know how valuable it is. Well, you need to fight for your spiritual. We don't wrestle against principalities, flesh and blood, but principalities and powers in high places. Mm -hmm. Satan will fight with the power of the Holy Ghost because he ain't stealing my joy. Everybody say this after me. I'll let nothing, I'll let nothing or nobody, or nobody steal, my joy. steal my joy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's right, amen. All right, last one. Lastly, I have determined in my heart to obey whatever you say fully and forever. I'm determined in my heart mm -hmm. to obey what you say fully. All right. Amen to that. Amen. We'll announce on next Sunday how we're going to do this. Uh, we may use the Johnny Fields, mine first, Johnny Fields, Bill Allen. We have a Johnny Fields, Bill Allen, okay, uh, fund, charity fund. And it has, we may use that for Thanksgiving. Listen to me very carefully. We can't cook for them this year. We've been doing it for years. So we may use that fund, and you send the money to that fund, and I think we're working on trying to get it done through high V. Now listen to me. So it, it's the Johnny Fields. It, how's it go? Just Johnny Fields. Johnny Fields and Bill Allen. Jo Johnny Fields and Bill Allen. Make sure I got to know which one first. We'll put it on the website. Johnny Fields and Bill Allen Charities. We're going to put write a check to that, all of y'all, because we can't. Now let me tell you what's sad. Those people cannot even be in the homes that they were at. They are in motels mm -hmm. because they can't be together. Mm -hmm. These people are homeless. 
they're in motels and they can't be together. So that means a family is living in a motel and they can't communicate with other families because of this virus, right? And when Atlanta called them, asked what they needed, this just hurts my heart. They're talking about they need games because the people can't leave their rooms. So send a check to that, they'll put it on the website and we'll feed them. This is the first time we haven't cooked, but many of you, and you know you got extra money, because you can't go nowhere. I just, but this, I'm gonna say it again, they are in motels, I guess you call them motels. They're locked in motels, rooms, and they can't come out because of the virus. They can't talk to each other and be with each other. These are kids, mothers and kids, that is tragic. The least we can do is make sure, and it don't take a whole lot of money, it ain't got like big checks, because we don't get it done. This, in the fun, we don't get it done, but let's do it like, let's do that. Because that's horrible, that's just horrible. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Bible says for us to love one another. And if we to love one another, we do everything we can to help one another. These women with their children are locked in these hotel rooms and can't get out of hotel rooms. And we're going home to uh, nice homes with TVs and food and shelter and new cars, good jobs. The least we can do, the least we can do is to reach out and try to make somebody else's life comfortable. We thank you for those that listen to their pastor and, 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 and they're putting their tithes and goodwill offering. They listen and they're doing good and we even invite more people to do that. You will bless them like you said you will bless them. You will bless them abundantly. So we thank you for it and I'm asking that all of our Christian family, we're not gonna get up in no backbiting, undermining, lying and gossiping no matter who wins this election. This election does not determine how we live. It is the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost determines how we live. So we are grateful that we are under the influence of the Holy Spirit and that other stuff is just our duty as Americans, but it doesn't determine how we live. Jesus Christ determined how we live and he filled us with the Holy Spirit and we want to live the life of Christ and have us to live. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. Let me know when I'm on.